This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, hey, so this is a new segment that we're bringing onto the podcast. It's called 10 Minutes with Tim. Yeah, I'm so excited about this. Tim Fisk, who is a salon owner and a uh, business coach for Salon Summit. Yeah, no doubt. He um, He's going to be sharing some business um, ideas and some um, business coaching uh, with our listeners. And, you know, we're just we're just really happy to have Tim with us. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corin. Of course, I'm sitting with my bud, Tony. What's up, Tony? What's up, homie? Hey man, so uh, last time we did this, it was it worked out awesome. We got some great response, and we got some uh, great uh, DMs about it and stuff. So um, I'm really super excited about uh, about our segment. Yeah, we had uh, another ten minutes with Tim today, and uh, I'm stoked about uh, the subject we're going to talk about because right now it's kind of like the hot thing that uh, everybody's into, right? Absolutely, man. So uh, so with Tony's little tease, so we're going to talk about uh, social media today um, with Tim Fisk. Uh, Tim Fisk, again, as a reminder, is a uh, Summit Business Center coach. And um, should we bring him in? Let's do it. Mr. Tim Fisk, welcome to 10 Minutes with, well, I guess you, Tim. Hey, guys. So uh, it's great to be back. I'm so glad to be talking to you guys again. Awesome. Awesome. Welcome back, man. I'm excited about this one because this is probably the the area that I struggle the most. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. Social media. I mean... Talk about something that just hit our industry like a wave and it's, it's here to stay, I got to say. And, you know, I hear from people all the time in the field. I think there's lots of different levels of uh, willingness, competency, even some fear around social media. But the truth of the matter is, is it's not that hard to catch up. And then you can be doing all the great things that others are doing to forward their business using social media. I can't learn to learn because I, I mean, I'm social media envy. I look at, you know, you look at everybody's like, wow, you know, it's such a, you know, not only the work is amazing, but you know, the production of it sometimes is amazing. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I, you know, for me that, that, uh, that runs our, our, um, Instagram page, I, uh, I certainly look at others for, for, um, inspiration inspiration absolutely you know but inspiration but then like i get overblown to him like, oh that's just too much man right. it's just too much to think about too much to do tim help me out bro i need you <laughs> yeah i mean i think you're on the right track you know looking at getting expired by other people in the industry that are doing well and you know the first thing that i always teach when i'm talking to folks about social media is you've got to treat social like it's an integral part of your business uh it's not just something that you do on the side. And what I mean by that is, you know, if you're not using it to help build your business, the stylist down the street uh, is. And so therefore you're opening yourself up to losing clients because of social media. 
Absolutely. I mean, the one thing that we've uh, we've talked about a couple of times on the podcast, or at least you know mentioned a couple of times, is that um, at least with my personal social media um, account, is I think of it much more as a business card than I do an actual even social media. Right? It's it's like the world's greatest business card. Right? Like you can just throw it out there, and um, and people can see what you're up to or what your work looks like. Exactly. I mean, my social media, which is by the way on Instagram, Tim Fisk is check it out. Um, my social media is basically food, my dog, summit, uh, coaching, salon life, and travel. That's it. Because uh, I don't need to put anything up there that's going to potentially alienate a, a potential client of mine or, or anybody else in the industry. So that's another way that we really have to look inside at ourselves and how we're using social media and how we're putting ourselves out there to the public. You know, you can share your business without sharing your business. Totally makes sense. I mean, so... I feel like this is a, a personal class for me today. I mean, it's uh, I'm sitting here. I got my pen in my hand. I'm ready to learn. <laughs> I'm ready to to jot some of this stuff down. So if if you know Tony comes in and uh, and says uh, Tim, I need help. You know what I mean? I I I, I and I do really because I don't. I guess make it an integral part of my life. You know, I I don't make sure I do it every day. Yeah. I, well, let's jump in. Tim, where do, where, how do you help Tony out? Tony doesn't have an Instagram account. And uh, what, what's the first thing that, um, that we should think about? I mean, I want to give you guys a few tips and maybe they're in no particular order because they all kind of coalesce and have to happen at the same time. But when we're considering building our social media brand um, and for the purposes of this conversation, let's focus on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I think the first thing that I want people to look at is who exactly is following you? on Instagram and Facebook and how do those followers help you build your business? So for example, uh, we can break down followers into three different types. The first are our guests, the people that are actually coming and visiting us in the chair, the people that are receiving services from us. This is key to know how many of your guests are following you. And it's definitely something that I think everybody should sit down and take a look at. We actually have a tool at summitsalon.com called the business calculators where there's a social media calc and you can actually calculate the reach of your clientele. It's free. You can totally check it out. Again, summitsalon.com. Uh, and that'll help you calculate the ratio of guests to others that are following you on social media. Then we have friends, right? And those are just usually the people that we start with, friends and family, people that are close to us. They're not necessarily guests that sit in our chair uh, and they're not necessarily people that we need to speak to to get them to come sit in our chair. And then the last category, uh, Michael Cole coined this as UFOs, unidentified following objects. These are, you know, those randoms that will follow you on Instagram and you have no idea where they are or who they are. Or maybe they're like in another country or they're just trying to sell hair extensions, which is something that I get probably two or three of those followers every day. It's, it's kind of random. Um, so those are the three types that we, we want to look at. We'll start right there. Awesome. So, um, so if we're, you know, we're trying to build our book or we're trying to bring in more clients, where should we start? So the truth of the matter is, is that we need to see a higher ratio of guests following us on social than anything else. Or, or let me just say of all the guests that we see, we want to see 80%, 90% of those guests following us on social media. That is critical. So I want you to write down that number. I want 80% of my guests. If I see 100 guests total, I need at least 80 of them to be following me on social. So, for, so if your total guest number is you know, 100 you know, guests per month, then you want to see out of that 100 guests per month, you want to see 80 of them following you on uh, social media. 
right? That's correct. That's right. That's, that's good saturation of guest followers. And honestly, for all intents and purposes, the rest is just fluff. There's two roads that people go down, I think, in social media. And just to kind of call it, to name it, um, I think that there's like the ego side of social media. And I've been, you know, I've fallen into this trap before too. I want to get as many followers as I can on Instagram. I think in some way that's going to help build my business. But the, then there's the way of like, okay, we're going to actually use these tools to build our business. And in that scenario, we don't need a bunch of UFOs following us in order for this to be effective. So don't right. worry about the number of people following you. Worry about the quality and the type of people that are following you. That's really good advice, actually. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, number- the golden ticket right there. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's it, those numbers don't matter, especially you know if your if your audience is your guest sitting in your chair, right? Like uh, that that's the opportunity to dig deep and not broad. Right. That's that's right. That's right. Because at the end of the day, what we want is we want for those guests to be interacting with us when we post their photos on Instagram or Facebook. Or even more, the, the, the real gold is in they post it on their Instagram and Facebook. Ooh, that's an ask, isn't it? <laughs> so wh- why? Why is that more important? Because now we actually have access to their web of relationships, which exponentially increases the number of people who may be interested in sitting in our chair to see our work. And to get that compliment. And you're just a click away from once again, your business uh, card being open, right? That, that's right. You know plus I mean? the, they usually want, you know, your clients want to help you anyways. You know what I mean? So uh, I, I could totally see uh, them sharing uh, what you posted. Absolutely. Of course, they're absolutely going to share, especially if the photo is something that they're proud of sharing. And we'll talk a little bit about the photo shoot in this segment. Yeah, let's do it, man. Let's, let, let's jump in. What's next? So do we, uh, we got our guests following us. Now what? Yeah, so, so now we have to really just embrace the idea that in 2018, the photo shoot is just an integral part of the guest experience, right? So there are people that are seeking out these photo shoots. There are people that are expecting them. And I'm just going to tell you kind of a quick story of something that happened in my own salon company that really articulates this. So I have a great um, stylist. She's one of my top stylists. She's an educator. And she did this amazing photo shoot on a guest and she did mermaid hair, vivid colors. It was beautiful. Posted the photo on Instagram and the guest loved it. And that perfect conversation ensued about how they loved it. And, you know, thank you so much. It was so great working with you, et cetera, et cetera. And then down lower in the comments was a guest that she had seen earlier that day that didn't get a photo shoot. And she had written, you know, oh, I wish I had had the chance to have a photo shoot. Oh, snap. So, oh, snap. Yeah, exactly. And of course, we felt bad. We wanted her to, uh, to have that experience as part of her experience. Uh, what that told us is that people are looking for it. It's not just us. So don't think that it's just you marketing yourself. Like, it becomes an integral part of that experience. And I want to be really clear. Like, if you're a busy stylist, which I know a lot of your listeners are, you don't have time to do a photo shoot with every single person every time. And I'm not suggesting that you do. What I'm suggesting is that you make it part of your plan and that you are intentional about the way the photo shoot fits into your day-to-day and that you're at least a couple times a year getting all of your guests into that experience if that's something that they're into. So you're saying like mark off a little bit of extra time um, during your day and make sure that um, you know over, the, uh, over a year's process that you get uh, each one of your clients in. Now, does that mean that you have to, is, is it more about the photo shoot experience or, or is it more about being posted on Instagram? Like, where do you think your guests fall in that? 
I think it's both, to be totally honest. And, you know, if you were going to start somewhere, I would start with those what we call guest influencers. And these are people who, if you look at their social media, they have a lot of followers. They have a lot of people that are engaging with them, that are commenting on their posts. These are the people that you would want to start with. Yes, they're going to enjoy the experience. They're going to enjoy, you know, you telling them how amazing they look. And it's a lot of fun. At the end of the day, we do want them to post those photos on their own social media so that they can start engaging with their friends and contacts. And you can jump in and invite those people to come and see you. That's brilliant. That is brilliant, right? It's so easy, right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't even have thought of that, the guest influencers. No, you know? no, exactly. And all you have to do is go through your guest list, right? Yeah. I mean, everything's public. It's not like you have to ask for anything. You can you can, uh, you can, can be sneaky on your own, cuz. Sneaky cuz. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we I use that word, too. It's like being sneaky or creeping on somebody's social media. But right. the truth of the matter is, it's 2018. It's not even creeping anymore. It's just another way to interact with somebody. And okay. so I want you guys to demystify social media and go ahead and ask people to follow you and go ahead and follow people back. It's really not that big of a deal anymore as much as we think it was. No, it's not like asking for their home address yeah. <laughs> well, or their cell phone. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. getting used to it. Cause that's my job is, you know, is to creep and uh, learn <laughs> about everybody that we're interviewing right? to get to know as much as I can about them to, uh, to write out the questionnaires that we do. And, uh, so yeah, I, I'm getting used to it. <laughs> Professional creeper over here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, and, you know, we have to like just we just have to ask. We just have to say, hey, you should be following me on social media. You can you know get all of my tips and you know tricks and any openings that I have. You know, it's just another way to interact with your stylist. And I think that you know guests they want that in, but they don't ask for it, right? Because they don't want to impose on the stylist more than they think they should. So they really do need to be invited. And we just have to take that risk and invite them. It might sound weird at first when you don't have a script for it, but honestly, the less of a big deal you make out of it, the less of a big deal it is. That's true. Well said. Right? Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we got our pictures together and stuff. So uh, what's next, man? Yeah. So, I mean, just in regards to the photo shoot, I think that there is, you know, a little bit of nuance to that. And I just want to say, like, for all of those stylists out there that are taking beautiful shots of the back of people's heads and showing off their beautiful balayage and their highlights and their dimensional hair, I think that's awesome. But I think we've been seeing that and a lot of that for a few years now. And I just want you to consider the idea that if you're going to get a guest influencer to share their own photo on their social media, it's probably not going to be a photo of the back of their head. That's a good point, right? They probably feel weird about looking at the back of their head anyways. I know I do. I always feel weird. I'm like, that's what the back of my head looks like. (laughs) You look at the back of my head, you can get blinded. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Because, yeah, as as men, we can see that happening too. And it's just not something that I, I would ever do. So just imagine your guests probably wouldn't feel comfortable sharing a photo of the back of their head either. And so as part of the photo shoot, we really want to try to encourage them to turn around, get some profiles in there, and honestly, get photos of them smiling, looking amazing, you know? When they envision their look and you have this beautiful consultation and you're imagining what you're going to do to their hair, they're not picturing the back of their head. They're picturing what they're going to look at face on, right? So let's create that for them in the photo shoot. And then what we have at that point are these beautiful, engaging photos that people want to interact with on social. That is so true because how many times your guests, you know, I, you know, I see this all the time, you know, uh, when, uh, you know, you're coaching them how to, to dress out their hair and everything. And they say, well, I never look at the back of my head. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. 
So it's always like looking in the mirror. Yeah. And you know it because when you put a mirror in their hand, like a back mirror in their hand, they have no idea what to do with yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, we want to make sure that we can get them comfortable. And, you know, if they're not comfortable at first, that's fine. They'll get used to it. I think eventually people will start to seek it out. You can even take a picture with them, like the two of you together. We call it like an ussy, you know, instead of a selfie. Just the two of you <laughs> together. I think that's also engaging and something cool to post as well. Like that ussy. How do you spell ussy? When I U-S-I-E. <laughs> U-Z. U-Z. Right. That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so cool. So then, so then, um, so you tag yourself, you tag your, uh, your client and then, uh, what, what, yeah, what, or if you're asking them to post it, you ask them to tag you and then you're off to the races. I think once that happens, so for example, specifically, if your guests post the photo on their own social and tags you, you want to be the first person to comment. And there's a very strategic reason for that. So yep. the reason why is because from that point forward, every like and every comment, you'll be notified and okay. Facebook That's about true. it. That is right. So would you ask your client like uh, to, to let you know right before they post it, just so you can engage, like engage with them so you can, uh, to make sure that you're going to engage on the, um, on, on Instagram or on, on the comments? If they tag you, then you're going to be actually notified immediately when they tag you and post. So you just want to be during downtime, whenever you have a break, you should be looking at social media, not fooling around, but like as part of your work, as part of your day, as part of building your business, just to see if guests have tagged you or if there's an opportunity to interact with one of your guests network. Not to get too um, like bogged down with like the, uh, the algorithm that, that everybody cusses about, but um. I did hear one smart thing about the algorithm is that you should, uh, if you're leaving a comment for anybody, you should be using at least four words because that, um, that sets the algorithm up to see, to see it better, you know, not just emojis or not just whatever. So I actually do a four word comment. And what that does is that, uh, that lets Instagram know that there's some uh, action going on your account. I love that you brought that up and like the whole algorithm conversation. I have this conversation all the time. I was just in Chicago uh, last week doing a social media boot camp for Summit and the whole algorithm conversation came up. And here's the thing about that. Um, I would say don't try to chase the algorithm. Just try to be a real person on social media and you're going to win the algorithm just by doing that. So if somebody complimented your work, you wouldn't just say thank you and then turn around and walk away. There's your two words, right? right? What you need to do is you need to obviously thank them for liking your work and then invite them to come and see you in your chair. And if you're smart about it, you should actually have like a digital referral card created that has some sort of promotional offer for new guests. And you can post that as a photo in the comments for that potential client to use and come and see you. Whoa, wait a sec. Slow down, Tim. Slow down. Uh, uh, kind of like explain that in great detail. So print up. I mean, can you use like a Canva app or what's, what's the other one that we were told about? You, Font, you Fonto is another one. Or you can uh, use social media itself. The social media apps themselves have like little mini design tools that you can uh -huh. just screenshot and crop. So here's the thing. I'll just tell you how it goes down in my salon company. So in my salon, um, any new guests will receive $20 off their first service. And I don't really make a big deal about the $20. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's the minimum that's going to resonate with um, a guest in our premium market because an ATM spits out $20 bills, right? So right. I'm going to offer that new guest $20 to experience us. If you consider the annual value of that guest, if we retain them, then the $20 gets to be less and less and less. And over the course of the years, it eventually becomes zero. 
So let's just say we go with $20, right? We're going to create a digital photo. You can do it in Facebook. You can do it in Instagram. You can do it using Fonto or Canva or any one of a number of really cool apps that are out there, all of which are free or most of which are free. Um, and it's going to say something like, um, you know, $20 off new clients, ask for Tim, and then call, right, call to action, or visit, and then a website if you have online booking. Wow, that's genius. And, right. and just to be clear, so you go with a dollar amount, not a percentage amount? Yeah, because um, the $20, I think it, it's a little bit better on the math end, uh, but um, it's just more impactful. I mean, 20% off, I think, is fine, too. I think people have been doing that as well. We happen to do a 2020 um, dollar amount. So if somebody's referring a guest, they get $20, and the new person gets $20 off their service. I think it's whatever is up to you or whatever feels like it's going to actually work or, or experiment, try different things, see which one works better than others. That's Some awesome. people like to see dollars, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Show me the money. Yep. So by utilizing these apps, we can actually create really cool referral cards and, and post them out on phones because here's the thing, you know, I still think we have to print the cards in, in, in our day to day, but more and more people are having them on their phone because when they get that compliment, they might not have the card, but they'll probably definitely have their phone, and that's when they can pass it on to a friend. That's pretty smart, isn't it? It is smart. You know? Yeah, these apps are, you know, they're integral and an integral part of social media and really creating an interesting online business card, as you referred to it. So we teach a lot of um, different apps, and they're, they're ever-changing, and people have their own list of apps that they like to use, but I definitely wanted to share a few of them with you uh, so that you had kind of a starting place and a place to look. Absolutely. Um, you know, and why, why apps? So like, you know, when I'm scrolling through Instagram and at this point in my career, most of my Instagram is filled with hair, right? And so I'm just kind of scrolling up, scrolling up, looking, looking, and then eventually I get a little numb and my scrolling gets faster and faster, right? This probably happens to a lot of people that are listening here. Um, what we want to do is we want to, uh, switch up the content and the type of content that we post to give the people that are looking at it a pause uh, and get them to stop their scroll and check out your work. So we utilize a, a bunch of different apps on our phone to create varying content types that are more than just a photo. So the first one I think that's really taken off and that a lot of people use is Boomerang. You guys heard of Boomerang? Yeah, yeah. That's the one that does like the two-second like... Uh, um Back and forth. So it's going back and forth. It's like a quick video um, or stop motion back and forth. And it's put out by Instagram. It looks like an infinity sign kind of on its side um, in the same Instagram colors. And that's cool. And that's really fun. Um, Mm -hmm. And definitely pops when you're scrolling through Instagram feeds. Um, another one is to use slow motion video. So if you have an iPhone, I know, I don't, I'm not sure about Androids, but I know iPhones, they do have a slow motion video. And what we're finding people use that, uh, by having the guests kind of like pull their hair up and play with their hair. It shows movement and dimension, shake their head in slow motion. That's mm-hmm. been another really cool one. I think that people are using. Do you think that people stop for, uh, or are, are, is there more action using video than there is like just using like a uh, static picture? 100%. I mean, honestly, the gold standard is video right now. I mean, the more video and live that you can do, I think the better. So if you can do video, that's really amazing. Um, you can use some 
video kind of production stuff like Ripple is one. It's R-I-P-L. And it creates like a video slash um, slideshow. You can put music to it. Um, and it just shows up as a, a video icon in the corner of the photo on Instagram, which I think is getting people to kind of pause, stop, and then take a look at that video. Um, and then, of course, we're using live in the stories now, Instagram stories, which is like a whole other segment. We can get into that sometime, but uh, you can use live and on Instagram and Facebook and reserve those for like tutorials or talking about one of your favorite products or, you know, interviewing a guest if, if it's somebody that you're really close to that's interested in doing that. Um, but video definitely more so than photos. It's going to create a lot of engagement on your social media. That's awesome. That is awesome. I can't wait to uh, check these apps out. Me either, man. That's pretty And cool. again, you know, uh, text on photos, you want photo, uh, Fonto, P-H-O-N-T-O, Canva, C-A-N-V-A. Uh, we also, if you're an esthetician uh, or, you know, people in spa, they're often like, what am I going to do? How can I do this? There's this awesome app that was put out by Instagram called Hyperlapse. Uh, and it basically is um, time-lapse video. So you can actually time-lapse a facial or a spa service, uh, nail service, or even as a hairstylist, you can, you can do that for like a blowout or something like that. And that creates real interest as well. Yeah, I've actually seen a lot of that. I know, um, I know uh, like Philip Wolf does that. He does full haircuts, but he does like what he calls the boring parts in time-lapse. And then he slows it down with, uh, with more of the detail areas. Yeah, so he's using Hyperlapse more probably. Or, you know, there, there's other ones as well. But Hyperlapse is free. It's completely integrated with Instagram. You should totally check that out. I'm definitely checking that out. I'm going to download it right now. Awesome. That's awesome, man. So I want to talk about one more, one more app because I think it's gold. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, this is like, you know, I know like three years ago, everything was hashtag no filter. You've seen this before, right? Hashtag no filter, hashtag no filter. Right. It was this kind of like badge of honor to see work that was up there with like no filter put on it whatsoever. Right. I, I, that age is over. And by no means am I suggesting that you go on to your work and change the color of it or change the integrity of the work to put something out there that's not true to what you can actually accomplish. That's not what I'm saying. But if we're talking about photo shoots as part of the guest experience, we want to make our guests look as best as we can for that photo shoot to A, increase the likelihood that they're going to post it on their own social media and B, just to do good by the guest. So if you look at a, an app like Facetune, you can lighten the, the, you can change the lighting, you can lighten someone's teeth, you can kind of smooth out any visible lines, but do not change the shape of their face, do not change the color of their eyes, just touch it up a little bit, just like any other photographer that's going to take a photo and give it to somebody. Um, I love Facetune. I mean, if I can just chime in here for a second. Yeah, please. 1,000% a learning curve to Facetune. But what kind of, if you spend an hour on it, it's gonna, you're going to have, uh, your images are just going to be um, so much better for, uh, for that hour spent. Like, you know, the, the return on investment is amazing. Um, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. But there's absolutely a learning curve. So don't give up uh, when you first open the app up. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's like a must-have at this point. And it's like three ninety nine or something like that. Well worth the investment. Well worth it. Which is funny, right? Talk about the price of apps. You know, we'll spend three ninety nine on a pack of gum, but when it comes to an app, we're oh, like, no. whoa. <laughs> <You're right>. whoa. <laughs> That's crazy. So how, how can our li listeners uh, learn more about this? 
Sure. I mean, as far as social media goes, Summit Salon Business Center, we have tons of social media content and learning opportunities for service providers, salon company owners. Go to summitsalon.com and click on the services tab. You'll see a social media page there, which talks about our uh, boot camp for service providers, owner modules for owners who want to create robust systems around social media in their salon company. We even have one-on-one coaching for stylists and service providers and virtual programs too. So you don't even have to leave your house. So it's pretty awesome stuff. I definitely, definitely encourage you to check it out. That's awesome. It is awesome. Awesome. Well, Mr. Tim Fisk, thank you very much for joining us on 10 Minutes with Tim. Although I think we're over the limit a little bit on the 10 minutes, but uh, well we, worth it. we failed on that promise, but the value is, uh, is, is incredible. Tim, once again, thank you, bud. Thank you guys so much. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on, um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease.